From Variety, I'm Michael Schneider. Show me that smile again. The first time I met Alan Thicke, I geeked out a little bit. As you should, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. He was the dad on Growing Pains. And he sing or he wrote the, the yeah. show me that smile yeah. again. Um, and he's just, I don't know, for me, I, I was, it's, you know what I was going to say, it's strange, but it's not strange. He was uh, somewhat of a mentor to me, and I, I miss him a lot. Yeah, well, he was kind of like America's dad. Again, like the TV dad that yes. I grew up on. Yeah. So Scott Foley hasn't just starred on iconic TV series like Felicity and Scandal. He's also a child of television. Now he's the star of ABC's comedy caper Whiskey Cavalier, which he says is a throwback to the glory age of comedic action dramas like Moonlighting and Heart to Heart. That era, of course, also boasted some of his favorite family sitcoms of all time, including Mr. Belvedere, Family Ties, and Growing Pains. On this edition of the podcast, we talk to Scott Foley about Growing Pains and why he remembers one moment in particular featuring a character named Boner. It's my favorite episode. My favorite episode. Episode. Let's talk TV. TV. My favorite episode makes me so happy. Welcome to Variety's My Favorite Episode. Let's give it up for your host, Michael Schneider. Thank you, thank you, DJ Omar Khan, for that great new theme song. It's my favorite episode, and this time out, we're talking about growing pains. And in particular, we're talking to Scott Foley about the season four episode, Semper Fidelis. Written by David Kendall and directed by John Tracy, the episode first aired on ABC back on February 1, 1989. In the episode, Mike Seaver's best friend, Boner, played by Andrew Koenig, flunks out of college and decides to join the Marines, much to Mike's chagrin. It's a special episode as viewers and Mike, played by Kirk Cameron, say farewell to that famous supporting character. For Scott Foley, Growing Pains was a show that also reminded him of his own family, having been the oldest son himself, just like Mike Seaver which was all the more bittersweet as his mother passed away while he was still in his teenage years. We sat down with Foley recently on the eve of the premiere of Whiskey Cavalier, his new hour-long adventure comedy for ABC, and it was a loose, fun conversation as we sang theme songs, remembered old TV shows, and started off by talking about those very special Different Strokes episodes from back in the day. There was an episode of Different Strokes, too, that was similar to that, like Conrad Baines, his cousin comes in, or his brother, and they bring him swizzle sticks as a gift, and they learn. It's a whole thing, anyway. Yeah, well, well, d- different strokes <laughs> like that. That was the very special episode. That right? was the very I special mean, episode. There, there was, of course, the the Gordon Jump time where there uh, was indeed there was the the one where the uh, sister had, was throwing up, had bulimia, gave herself bulimia, and they had a whole conversation about yeah. it, like yeah, growing pains. And then the time that she uh, washed strokes. her hair out on the patio and uh, it turned green. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was acid rain. So Kimberly like washed her hair for some reason on the balcony. Acid rain. And it was all green. Do you remember when acid rain was the fear? Everybody had a fear of acid <laughs> that, rain. That was the thing, right? It was 1984, yeah. Yeah. and everybody was afraid of acid rain. 
So I asked you to pick your favorite TV episode of all time, you did. and this was a challenge. It so was a I, challenge. I apologize for sort of uh, putting you in crisis, but uh, you, you came back with so many great choices. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I you know for me, uh, television. I'm a huge consumer of television, and I, and I have been since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember living in Australia, and uh, my favorite show was something called Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Which is Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. I don't know that one. Yeah, it was a big show in Australia in the yeah. 70s. Um, but I went through trying to think of specific episodes that really touched and were important to me. And and I, you know, we had a, a bit of a conversation just now um, about the, the Michael P. Keaton Family Ties episode that was so sort of stood out and wasn't a, yeah. a you know, yeah. it was the, the very special episode of that show. Yeah. Um, but it was hard for me because I watch TV shows as... Um, as a whole, as a series, and that's how I think of them, especially, you know, even now with shows like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, like it's, to me, might be the best television show ever made. Yeah. I, I really believe that. It's it's from the writing to the acting, the directing, the story, the sets, the way it looks, the, the production value. Um, but even though I just finished the second season two nights ago, I don't know if I could break it down into episodes. Yeah, and, and you know, that's part of the thing about the, 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 the new, the rise of peak TV, as they call it, is a lot of these shows aren't meant to be into, uh, because they're meant to be binged all at once. Exactly. So it's become cliche to say, well, it's like an eight-hour movie or a 10-hour movie. But there's some truth to how they shoot those kind of uh, shows sure. that, that do feel very cinematic. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I, I watched – did you watch the, the Haunting in Hill House? Yeah. I loved that. But the, the sixth episode was almost all Steadicam. I think it was there were only six shots in the whole episode. And one was – like a 16-minute Steadicam shot. It was yeah. the most amazing thing I've seen. But is that my favorite episode ever of TV? I don't know. It's I don't tough think to say. So. Yeah. But, but if, I, if I think about growing up as a television viewer, as a kid, what I watched, um, there are a couple episodes of television that stand out to me. And I was a, I was a Little House in the Prairie fan. I was a Silver Spoons guy. Yeah. I was a Facts of Life guy. Um, but I was a huge Growing Pains, Growing Pains fan. Yeah, um, and I watched everything about that show from from like the Entertainment Tonight backstage clips where uh, Kirk Cameron got a, a, a Honda Prelude. Like I remember the kind of car he got. Like I was a big fan of it. Yeah, I had a crush on Tracy Gold. Um, you know, I still now will read the People magazine articles on these characters and these on these actors. Yeah, because it was one of the shows that I think I realized like hey i can do that you yeah. know it sort of put that i was at the age where i was starting to form ideas on on what my future would be but uh-huh. there was one episode in particular uh i don't know if you remember if you were a growing pains fan i was i watched all those shows you mentioned really i, I think we had similar tastes because i watched all those shows i mean I, I i watched a lot of those those half hours i love that yeah and I, I loved that time in television yeah we don't really have that now um, yeah I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question, but it's funny because a number of the shows that you mentioned, I love that you mentioned Mr. Belvedere, which was another one that I, I love Mr. Belvedere, like, and it didn't get the, the recognition it deserved. I think because of Growing Pains, uh-huh. you know, they were very similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I uh, there was an episode. Mike Seaver had a best friend named Boners to Bone. Yeah, at which <laughs> such <laughs> can, a bizarre. Can we talk for a second about they had a character named Boner? Yeah. On this comedy, and think you, you get away with that now? 
I don't know, but even like because because that show was popular when I was in junior high. Yeah, and I just could like I couldn't believe like they named this character Boner. Boner, and that's okay. Boner Stabone, <laughs> such a bizarre, and and he was a bizarre character. Yeah, right. He was uh sort of the I don't want to say dumb, but he was um challenged uh, when it came to logic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike always sort of stood up for him and, and the Seavers really looked after him. I, I, I seem to recall some things about his parents maybe were getting a divorce and he stayed with them for a while or he lived with them. But there was an episode where he, and it might have been the, the character's last episode on the TV show, uh, he went off and joined the Marines. Um, and it was, for me, looking back, I was going through, I, you know, it, it was mirrored in a certain way um, <laughs> through a skewed lens uh-huh. uh, what I was dealing with in, in my life at the time. Uh, my mom was uh, sick with cancer, and these characters, Boner and Mike, uh, were leaving each other. They were separating, and, and he was, as far as Mike Seaver was concerned, he was never going to see him again. You know, yeah. Boner was going to the Marines. It was the Army of the Marines. Um, he was unhappy with his choice, sad for himself that he was losing his best friend. It was a, a bromance before bromances were yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember I remember the episode well enough. It's been 30 years, at least, since I saw it, that it's still stuck in my craw. That still impacts you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm looking at some details here. It, uh, it aired... Uh, it was season four, episode uh-huh. 13, so it's kind of midway through season four. It aired on February 1, 1989. So, no kidding. Yeah. So, so yeah, where were you? What were you doing in, in, in February 1989? February 1989, my mother had passed away uh, a year prior, February, a year prior. Uh-huh. Um, I was 16 years old, I believe, in February of 89. And um, I had just changed schools, um, so I was new in a school. And I think that probably impacted my feeling towards this episode as well. Um, Looking for friends, trying to make new friends, and seeing uh, these friends get separated from one another by choice uh, on on one of their behalves. Um, Wow, that's so interesting, 1989. Yeah, but um, but it is interesting how you know those shows at, at that age they 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 stay with you. They stick with and, you, don't and they? They they like because because there are like little moments I still remember from Growing Pains through the years that sort of stick with me. Every time I think about even like this is really weird a stack of CDs. Yeah, because I remember there was a party scene where Mike Seaver comes in, and this was when CDs had just become a thing, and uh-huh. he comes in with like a big stack of maybe like ten CDs, and I thought. Wow, that's that's cool. Like I still have my cassette tapes. Like he's he is CDs. like he's got CDs. He's got ten of them. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's a party. <laughs> yeah, for me it was it was the it was the family that I had and that I that I that I had and that I no longer had. Mm-hmm. You know, it was I'm one of I'm the oldest of three, so I was sort of the Mike Seaver of my family. I didn't have a sister, but um, you know, my parents were happy together and and funny when they were together uh and uh, it was i think i saw a lot of my i don't want to say family i guess family dynamic in that television show. yeah yeah 
it was an interesting like dynamic because the whole th- thing was you know, you know he was at home uh you know and and sort of practicing psychology yeah, right or, or psychologist so, yeah and and so and so Maggie Seaver was going back to work and you know it was late 80s it yeah. shouldn't have been that you know sort of wow the mom's going back to work but, but it back was, then that was a big deal it was a big deal yeah, yeah man i i you know and i'm lucky enough that uh i've i've worked um, Alan Thicke became a friend of mine. Yeah, and and until his passing last year, a year and a half ago, um, and I visited him in his uh, ranch in uh, just north of L.A., right outside of Santa Barbara. Um, we played tennis. We were big, oh, both wow. big tennis players. We yeah. played tennis together. I talked to him fairly frequently. Uh, Joanna Kearns, I think, directed an episode of Felicity. Really? Yeah. Um, I've never met any of the kids. I haven't met uh, Kirk or Tracy or Jeremy. Um, but I, I have to say, the first time I met Alan Thicke, I geeked out a little bit. You, as you should, you right? Know? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. He was the dad on Growing Pains. And I think he, did he sing or he wrote the, the yeah. show me that smile yeah. again. Um, and he's just, I don't know, for me, I, I was, um, it's, you know what? I was going to say it's strange, but it's not strange. He was uh, somewhat of a mentor to me, and I, I miss him a lot. Yeah, well, he was kind of like America's dad again, like the TV dad that yes. I grew up on. Yeah. So, so, so. By the way, um, when you hear Robin Thicke talk, he sounds just like his. Sounds dad. exactly like his it's, dad. It's pretty TV theme song composer collaborating with his end wife Gloria Loring. Uh, different Strokes, Facts of Life, theme song to Different Strokes, theme song to Facts of Life. He wrote a number of TV game show themes, including the Wizard, Wizard of Odds, Joker's Wild, Celebrity Sweepstakes, The Diamond Head Game, Animal Crackups, uh, which he co-wrote with his brother. Did you say he did Facts of Life? He did uh, Facts of, so facts that's, of Life. Different that's right. Facts of life. Different strokes and Facts of Life. Yeah. Great, yeah. great You take theme the good, songs. you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Facts of Life. Totally. The Facts and of Life. Yeah. yeah. There's a time you got to grow and show you're growing now. You know about the Facts of yeah. Life. It was a whole yeah. thing. And don't forget, the world don't move to the beat of just, just one, one drum. drum. What well, oh might be right through. May not be right for some. some. The man is bold. He's a man of means. Then along came two. They got nothing, nothing but the jeans, but they got different, different strokes. It takes different strokes. It takes different strokes to move the world. Yeah. Hello. The, don't, don't you miss theme songs? I do miss theme songs. Like like songs written specifically for the show. Yeah. When did that stop? Uh, I think in the... Friends? Yeah, well, yeah. That was one of the last big ones. It, like late 90s when they had to like... Well, shows got shorter. Yeah. And they had to cut, uh, cut the fat. So... CW had shows? Well, Warner Brothers. Well, we were well, when you were on it. Oh, WB. Well, I guess Felicity had its own... It had uh, the, the JJ song. Yeah, like JJ the, wrote... JJ wrote... Well, no, the first one was, oh, we, oh, yeah. we, oh. And then J.J. wrote um, uh, the other one, which was... What's the new vision? New version of, version of me. me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's new right. New version of... No, Dawson's Creek had, uh, yeah. I don't want to wait. That technically was the right. song. Yeah. So no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even even Friends, they used a, a yes. an already written song. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you miss like the songs that were written for a show yeah, that were man. just so like earworms. Yeah, and 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 go, and Growing Pains obviously had a great one too. A great one. Yeah, a and, great one. And who's the boss? Who's the boss? Oh, who's the boss? Yeah. 
My two dads, Paul Reiser and what was the guy with the Greg, beard? Greg Evigan. Greg Evigan. Oh, my God, yeah. Greg Evigan. <laughs> and uh, and even, like, uh, going back to Belvedere, like, that was a great, uh, like... I don't like remember a, their theme song. It had, like, a tuba or something. Yes. Yes, yes. And whatever happened to the guy who played Mr. Belvedere? I think he passed away a few years ago, right? Yeah, but like yeah. he didn't never acted after that again. Yeah, Christopher Hewitt. Yes. Why do I know that? I don't I, know. I know like like I forget what I had That's for your job. breakfast. That's but your I job. Do remember Christopher Hewitt who played Lynn Belvedere? Yes, I even know Lynn Bel- Mr. Belvedere. Belvedere's first name was Lynn. You are a true TV so, fan. It's that era. So, and I love that you love that era too. I like, love that era. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I know I'm, I don't mean to bring it back to what I'm doing now, but that's why the show, that's why I wanted to do the show that I'm doing now. Yeah, because I love that you have comedy people doing this show. So it's like a th- it is kind of a throwback to yeah. like the fun, like those those eighties, early nineties. Remington Steel and Heart to Heart and yeah. Matt Houston and Simon and Simon, Scarecrow and Mrs. King and Moonlight. Yeah. And you know, those light one hour shows, uh, they stopped making. For yeah. whatever reason, networks stopped making them and everything is so serious now and you're looking for the the uh, rapist of the body of the the murderer who's yeah. taking out so the... gruesome. Come yeah. on, man! Like that's not fun, right? I want fun. Yeah. By the way, we live in dark times. Let's have some fun. Yes, we live in dark <laughs> times. You know, like bring the A team back. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's fun. It's light. It's come on. Who cares? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That's so. what I miss. In a moment, Scott Foley on Whiskey Cavalier, why he stands behind the show's title, and what shows he admits he hasn't had a chance to watch yet. From Variety, this is my favorite episode. This is Daniel Holloway. Join me every Friday for TV Take, Variety's podcast about the television business. In every episode, we feature interviews with stars and showrunners from today's hit shows, as well as conversations with Variety journalists about the key TV headlines of the day. Subscribe or download the TV Take wherever you get your podcast. And we're back. It's my favorite episode. I'm Michael Schneider, and Scott Foley is our guest this episode. Foley has guested on past Bill Lawrence series such as Scrubs, Cougar Town, and Undateable, so it's probably no surprise that Lawrence and co-creator Dave Hemmingson recruited the actor to star in Whiskey Cavalier. The show stars Foley as Will Chase, codenamed Whiskey Cavalier, who's paired with CIA operative Frankie Trowbridge, played by Lauren Cohen. Together, they lead an interagency team of flawed, funny, and heroic spies who periodically manage to save the world, sometimes in spite of themselves. Whiskey Cavalier, you're one of our best agents. Your high intelligence is proven to be a huge asset to the Bureau. You and your fiancé recently parted ways. Yes, we did. It was mutual. Mostly from her side. But I'm totally fine with it. Son, we have the footage. That was a private moment. This is the FBI. There are no private moments. To shoot Whiskey Cavalier, Foley even moved his family all the way to Prague in the Czech Republic. Yeah, so so you having fun? I'm having Speaking fun. Speaking of fun? I'm tired. <laughs> but I'm having a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, we shoot this whole show in Prague in the Czech Republic. I moved my family over there. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I have three kids in school over in Prague. My wife uh, has made a ton of friends. We've sort of figured it out um, yeah. and I get to do this this dream job of a show it's it's something I've always wanted to do yeah and uh, to have uh, to have high stakes but to be able to balance it 
with um, those moments of levity is all I ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the fact that, uh, you know, you've got your auspices like Bill Lawrence and uh, Dave Hevinson who, you know, have done some great comedy yeah. through the years. Like, that, that sort of, it, you could tell. It's, it's, it's the difference in, in a show like this. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. So how far along are you? Are you? Uh, We're almost done with yeah. the first season. We're shooting episode 12 of 13 right now. Um, we have, obviously, one more to go and, uh, you know, some post-production stuff. But we're really thrilled with the way they've they've turned out. Uh, and the way that, the I have to say, uh, the network has really gotten behind it. And they're, they're, we had a meeting yesterday in the marketing department, and there were 35 people from ABC showing us the, we're going to do billboards, and we're going to do online, and we're going to do uh, social media, and we're going to do television, and we're going to integrate it with our films. And we're going to, like, it, it just was... You know, sometimes you go in those meetings and they're like, hey, we got a billboard up on La Cienega and 4th and uh, congratulations. Yeah. Goodbye. And you're like, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. Right, right. But we got a shot. Yeah. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, yeah. And it's, by the way, catchy title. And, and <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because as as we know, Bill Lawrence uh, is still he, – he struggles to deal with Cougar Town. He which, does indeed. You know, he's, it's, it's, that's one of his greatest regrets, I think, in life. Uh, yeah. Although that show was fantastic, one of my favorites ever. Mine too. But, uh, you know, he, he struggles with that. But you got to have – got to have a catchy title. So – Yeah. And, and Whiskey Cavalier, I do – like, it's something that stands out. It's, I like it. It's it's better than just a show called FBI. No uh, offense to folks on the no, actual show FBI. But. I agree, and I you know I think it, um, I think maybe it'll gives a little bit of a window into the kind of show it's going to be. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, I one of the first things I said when Dave Hemmingson gave us the script, I said, "Do not change the, do not let them change the name because they'd I know they'd want to change it to FBI or um, you know something that that." was more right down the middle. Yeah. And this is not. You know, we got a lot of flack for it from Jimmy Kimmel during the upfronts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm flashing back to the upfronts. You guys had to come out right after oh, Kimmel. That was and, and I could tell you guys were like, uh. Brutal. I saw him at the after party. And I was like, dude. He was like, and he started running from me. He's like, I, I didn't mean it. Um, yeah. But look, I, I, I am proud of the show. I love the name. I, I think it's different and catchy and if anything look if it goes away after a year people say oh yeah whiskey cavalier yeah kind of yeah. flows yeah no it does it, it definitely like stands out uh in in a sea of 500 scripted shows right do you do you still have time to watch much uh, tv or are you too busy working no we work a bunch but but i uh you know are because we have three kids the way my wife and i relax is to put on the television so we've uh, we just finished season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I loved. I yeah. loved that they got out of the city and they went to uh, the Catskills and, the, you know, they, they sort of – we saw them driving around. You know, there's some great driving scenes, some car yeah. scenes with her. And um, and and uh, we're watching Harlots right now, season two of Harlots, which mm. I really like on Amazon. Yeah. Um, is it Amazon? No, it's Hulu. It's yeah, Hulu. I think it's Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. yeah, yeah. Um, and what else are we watching? I'm a big – Oh, yeah, I just saw The Bachelor. Um, hard to watch that uh, in Prague. Yeah. But we can. Yeah. Uh, it's on Hulu, and I have a, a cheat. I have, like, a VPN so I can ah, you're, get stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's get, the only get, way you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or else I'm watching, you know, football all the time. Yeah. Again, Their hard football. to... Oh, yeah, are you watching European football? <laughs> European football. Yeah. Um, and what else are we watching? My wife uh, just watched all of um, You... 
Oh yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's that's become like another buzzy show. It's another buzzy show. Yeah, and I, but I just read they're they're recasting. Or is it only one cast per season, and then they're getting a new cast? I no. Represent oh, okay. Good. Um, some are back. S- some are back, and some are not back. Well, a lot of them are dead. A lot of them are dead. Okay. Pen is, Pen is back. Pen is back. You just cast the new girl. Yes, I just read the new girl was cast. One of the girls is coming back, or two of the girls are coming. Two back. of the girls are coming back. And they're not going to be worried anything else. Okay. No, it's actually right. Good to know. And and now it'll be on Netflix. And now that'll be on Netflix. Yeah. Now yes. we know. Um. So. so yeah, Netflix is good for us. Uh, we do buy. Uh, we watched six seasons of the Great British Baking Show. Mm. Yeah, that's another great show. So and I watch Survivor religiously. I'm a huge fanatic. Yeah, I love still. it. Still, still, every season. They're there. It sounds like they're mixing things up on this this next one. But they, they always say they do, so. and they kind of do. I like. Yeah. They, there's something new. There's a new twist which makes it interesting for me. I, uh, you know, if I wasn't an actor and people didn't know my face, I would doggedly pursue uh, uh, 35 Days on Survivor Island. You could, you know. You saw Mike White. I mean, I he... saw Mike White. I know Mike White. Mike has, Mike has a... He's cut out a niche for himself, though, because he, he did the, the great, amazing race with his dad. Yeah. You know, like, he's a, he's a real... And he did well. Yeah. He did well in Survivor. Yeah, he did. Um, he's a real fan of that stuff. Um, I don't know how he finds the time to go and do that yeah yeah i know he told uh, a, a story that uh there were a couple times where someone wanted him for a project but he was on the island He's on the island and his agent was trying to get a hold of him and and they were like no you're not allowed to contact him so yeah. i think he missed out like on some some gigs because of that yeah I, he also d- he doesn't have kids that's tough it's, yeah it would be tough for that me is, to do any of that stuff yeah. um but yeah. i'm a huge survivor fan I like reality. All those HGTV shows I watch from Fixer Upper to Property Brothers to House Hunters International. Um, I'm, I'm a big television consumer. Are your kids old enough now to watch you on TV? Or are they they're getting to that point? They're getting where... to that point. They've seen a few episodes of Whiskey Cavalier. Yeah. And they love it. They've seen the pilot, you know, six or seven times so they can quote it front and back. Um, oh, this is where daddy jumps off the ridge. Uh, my daughter is nine. She's my oldest. I think in three or four years, uh, I'd love to show her Felicity. Yeah, I was going to say, like, she's getting close to Felicity age. Yeah. So. I'd love to show her yeah. that. And, and then I'll, I'll, I'll love, report back if she becomes Team Ben, because that would oh, be Christ. hysterical. It just, that, right? You know what? That would make perfect sense. <laughs> it would just make perfect sense. Um, I wouldn't blame her. Yeah. I think yeah. my wife might be Team Ben. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what kind of person you are, right? It does. It does. So, you're either, you fall on one side or the other, and, you know, you, yeah, never the, the two shall meet. I can't yeah. blame either of them. That's fine. I, For the record, Team Null. I was always Team Null. But I, I, I saw, was always Team Null, too. Yeah, I, go figure. But, you know, what good, do I know? good guy. So. Sorry, my life. Well, uh, congrats on Whiskey Cavalier. Thank you, sir. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun from, from what we've seen so far. And uh, I love uh, the, the cast is fantastic too. Lauren Cohen, uh, you yeah, know, of course from uh, uh, Walking Dead is. I've never seen the show. Have you never seen Walking never Dead? Seen Did the you show. tell her that? Oh, I'm, she knows. Yeah. She's never seen Scandal. I didn't tell her until she was like, you know, I've never seen your show. And I felt like I had to be like, hey, yeah, I've never seen yours either. That's hysterical. No. <laughs> I haven't. I, I mean, I saw a couple episodes when we were uh, looking to cast her in this. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I'm, uh, and I know the show isn't about zombies. It's about zombies. Right, right. So uh, I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. But that's just me. That's all right. Yeah. So, but I think that's that's hysterical that neither of you have seen each other's like last major project. Nothing. <laughs> have you? Do you watch Walking Dead? Yeah. 
Yeah. And you like it? I've fallen off a little bit, to tell you the truth, because it started to become the same show after a while. And then they got rid of some of my favorites, right. in, including, like, you know, uh, a, a, her husband on the show. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of changes that happen on that show. Yeah, I so. know. I know. But uh, but other than that. I've still uh, never so, seen The Sopranos either. So it's... Oh, so you do have some homework. So Yeah. Too busy watching uh, uh, Growing Pains. Too repeats. busy watching Growing Pains. I, yeah. I totally understand. Or I Dream of so. Genie. Remember I Dream of Genie? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. then we go back. Uh, like, remember when, uh, well, were, did you watch like the TBS, like, you know, comedies, like, yeah. like on cable? Yeah. Like, there, there'd be like Brady Bunch all and of them. like all like the I 70s. Even watched, uh, I was a big Leave It to Beaver fan. Yeah. Like, I loved Leave It to Beaver. What about the reboot? Did you watch the new Leave It to I Beaver? I tried. Yeah. It was not as good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could, I have a, there's a, a, a place in my heart for Jerry Mathers forever. Um, yeah. And Tony Dow for that much. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, I, oh, I could do the whole, you're shaking your head, I could do the whole cast. Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Downs, I could do it all. Um, but I, the, the new one didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that true with a lot of reboots for you? Yes, I think it is. I, I can't think of a reboot that I watch. I mean, I watched uh, when they brought Roseanne back. I watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think only for the spectacle of it. I mean, I, rem- I remember loving the show. Uh, but I, I don't know. It didn't get me. It didn't yeah. grab me. Yeah. Well, what, are, what are the reboots that are out there? Uh, I mean, there's there's uh, Will and Grace. I mean, there's a ton these yeah. days. That's But, yeah. well, well, we'll wait for the Felicity reboot in 2025. Oh, God. So It's, it's going to be called <laughs> Covering Scott Foley's Bald Spot. I mean, that's that's the, the great thing now about having anyone who's been involved in any sort of iconic show now gets asked that question like a dozen times a week. I just read uh, Party of Five got picked up. Yep. New Party of Five. Yeah. Yep. Party of Five. So it's a new new generation, new new characters, uh, new new concept. New but, take. Yeah. What? So. Isn't Buffy going again? They've been talking about a new yeah, Buffy, Buffy with like a new vampire slayer. So really? Yeah. Everything can be reboot. So. Charmed. Yeah. So they'll... they'll be a be a new young hunky Noel uh, on on the remake of. Uh, Good luck to him. So. <laughs> uh, well, again, Scott, thank you so much. Of Congrats course. on the show. Looking forward to seeing more and enjoy uh, your time in Prague. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for man. having me. Definitely. That's it for this edition of My Favorite Episode. Join us again next time as we once again explore another guest pick. And be sure to subscribe to My Favorite Episode on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com for your daily fix of TV news, analysis, and reviews. I'm Michael Schneider, and we'll see you again next time.